Mr. Chris, uh-huh. this is the first time I ever flew into an area that was literally on fire. Okay. And I feel like I'm already combating Jewiness. Like, I don't need additional factors. You don't want it to be on fire when you get to a place? No. You're going to be burning in hell as a Jew. (laughs) (laughs) You're saying that this is actually I mean, look, it's what your ancestors went through in the ovens. I mean, what do we... (laughs) So you're saying that I should actually take the gift of having to get used to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a dry heat, Rob. Yeah, this is like uh, (laughs) building hell immunity. Yeah, 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 exactly. Is being in areas like this that are up in flames. Yeah. Uh, I also, I, when... I, I should have went in anti-Semitic during my set. It seems to be doing better than I was doing out here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Uh, I think he's saying Jews. <laughs> That's definitely what I heard, yeah. Uh, all right, so before we get into some news topics, I do travel quite a bit, and uh, I like to bring up my, uh, my travel gripes because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, everything bothers me I a mean, little you've bit. Heard, you've heard mine. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, look, for anybody who does not know this, um, <clears throat> nobody knows how to make a cup of coffee or do anything outside of New York City. I don't give a fuck about... Literally, hurry the fuck up. I don't know what the fuck is going on with your busboys everywhere else in the fucking world. <laughs> it's fucking infuriating. Right. Cut the fucking bagel, shut the fuck up, put sugar in my coffee, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I fucking hate... Literally, uh, I'll throw this out there. At Skankfest last year, uh, 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 H. Foley had to tell me to get off the line at Starbucks because I was going to fucking kill somebody. He literally said, go to the bar. I'll get your coffee and bring it to you while you're drinking because I was going to fucking murder somebody. And you see that as the staff's fault. Yes, 100%. There's no part of you that goes, no, 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 not my maybe fault I need to review my behavior. No, 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 no. That Be even faster. H. Foley is going, hey, buddy, I think... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was closer to having a heart attack that day than that man. <laughs> Which is a stat. I guess yeah. they don't know yeah, who yeah. Uh, Mr. Foley is. Uh, all right. Well, you know, like the way that they have uh, like uh, corporate sales trainers or people mm-hmm. that will like go out and train other people. If we could somehow take the Mexicans that work at bagel shops in New York City uh-huh. to go to the rest of the world and just show them how to get work done. Okay. I feel like we could solve all of this. I'm they need, all for this. You're need, saying less Mexicans in New York City. No. I, I, well, I like the Mexicans that are in New, New York City. Yeah. The, but the well-trained bagel ones. And if okay. they could somehow share their information with other markets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would actually help the entire country's productivity. You're yeah. correct. And then everyone would like Mexicans because they'd be like, wow, they can actually Holy run shit, shit very yeah, quickly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, next topic. Uh, <laughs> I, I would like to figure out... Um, it, I realized I, I dealt with an incident when we flew in on our first plane, which is I sat next to uh, a couple that brought both a dog and a child into their two coach seats on a plane. I feel like you could have one of those two items, right? Like, if I'm going to be honest, I already don't think they should let Indian people on planes. Like, I already feel that way. They smell like both a dog and a baby. <laughs> yeah. And so now you're stretching it by bringing a kid into the seat, and you're really pushing it when you got a dog and the kid. That is too many things to fit into your I think you seats. should not be able to bring two children on vacation. One, your favorite child gets right, to go on vacation. Right, that's the only that's one. It. Yeah. And then the other one can learn that they're the shitty child yeah, earlier. Yeah. And then they will be better by the next vacation. You right. know what I mean? They might, there should be a point system all year. They might year. improve themselves. Exactly. Or at least learn early in life that they're the shitty child. Exactly. Um, so I realize that I don't like confrontation, so I very rarely will tell people that I'm mad at them. But I did notice 
I mean mug people aggressively. Mm -hmm. Like, I will say nothing and stare at you. And now what I'm realizing is I would like to maybe take steroids to get to a big enough size where my mean mugging actually had an impact. Yeah, I think that's a good idea for you. Yeah. Because at the mean, at the moment, if I mean mug someone, no one cares. No. <laughs> it does nothing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They might think you're controlling the weather at them. <laughs> but I guess if I'm on the flight as well, there's no way yeah. that I can just zap their seat. Yeah. Um, my other thing that I experienced today is uh, I travel with quite a uh, qu bit of uh, production gear, and the uh, TSA does like to ransack my items and touch my penis. They like mm -hmm. doing both those things. Touching my penis, I don't really mind. I kind of like it. It's nice. You know, it's 8 in the morning. Sometimes I'm not really up. Like, it gets me going. And particularly if it's a guy that I know really doesn't want to touch my penis, I kind of like that. You know what I mean? Like, hood guys yeah. from New York City, I they, like it when... They do not play that gay shit. Well, they do, and it's their job, apparently. Yeah. Apparently, for $15 an hour in a government no, job, they they'll play all that gay shit. They business that gay shit. <laughs> yeah, so I, I enjoy uh, conservative men from the South and uh, <laughs> hood guys from the Bronx when they have to touch my wiener. I enjoy that. I do not enjoy when they have to ransack my bags. And I'm thinking, I want to start getting ahead of this, mm -hmm. where maybe I'll just start packing my bag at the airport. Okay. Just bring it in separate garbage bags, send it through their machine, and then pack it in front of them. Okay. Yeah, because what's the point of me packing my fucking bag if they're just going to strip it all out anyways? That's true. Yeah, so you're just on board. Everyone just thinks this is practical? I Good. think it's a great I'm idea. I'm glad we yeah. workshopped it. All right, fine. I'll do that at the next airport. Uh, I mean, right. you live out of a series of trash bags anyway. I've been <laughs> in your apartment. Um, yeah, I guess I might as well bring my at-home game on yeah, the yeah, road yeah. Sure. and live the way I'm most comfortable, <laughs> which is just with trash bags. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. All right, uh, this is my last uh, travel gripe. Is uh, I think it was, uh, we went, where were we flying? Alaska Airlines? Yes. What's the vibe, by the way, on Alaska Airlines? Like, is it terrible, okay? It's good? That was a very Jewish, it's good, it's all right. What was that? We did not experience free beers no in the one, morning. No one offered me a beer. Here's what I found about airlines. Yes. I'm going to throw this out there. How often do you fly? Not very often. So here's the thing. Everybody had an airline that they liked when they flew a lot when they were younger. And then they go, that airline's great. JetBlue fucking sucks. But I'll run into guys who are like, JetBlue's great. Right, the first they give time, you the blue potato chips. They don't even do that. They've done that in seven years. The first time I took JetBlue was, uh, I might have been 11, going to Florida. Mm -hmm. And it had the reputation as the new and good airline. Yeah. And they suckered me because at the time, you didn't have to wait on board to get on board the flight for snacks. They just had the snacks out in the waiting area. Mm -hmm. Like a whole center section. This was pre-inflation. They would just give you the snacks. They didn't ration it through some lady yeah. who would wake you up from a slumber to go, here's 10 cents worth of pretzels. Dude. <laughs> you couldn't sleep through this. You earned this 10 I'll cents worth of pretzels. You pitched the best idea I've ever heard oh. for an airline. Rob yes. was like, just get rid of the first four seats and put vending machines no. and stop waking people up. And I was like, <laughs> fucking amazing. You don't even need to get rid of the first four seats. If you look at the, where the bathroom area is, that all of that stuff is taken up by like their equipment to serve you food. Just replace that with vending machines. Put yep. one water bottle into everyone's pouch and get rid of the fucking service. I say just one big water bottle like the hamsters have. <laughs> it comes like there's like yeah, a yeah, notch. Yeah, yeah. Push the a guy out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a little lick. Yeah. 
that's fun. Can you stare at the one hot lady while you're licking it? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, they still all have to have one hot lady. Yeah, but then I guess I, that's not clear if you're impressing her if it just looks like you're sucking a dick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're getting... Uh, she might like that. I don't know what the fuck knows. Yeah, who knows what women are turned on by these yeah. days. I certainly don't. I yeah, don't. Yeah, As a single yeah, male, yeah. I don't yeah. get it at all. <laughs> all right, so I... Uh, on Alaska Airlines, they're very into boxed water, and uh, they really label the boxed water as that this is the better version of water. And my takeaway from drinking the boxed water was I didn't realize how much of the school milk flavor... Boxed water, that's what you call squirt. <laughs> okay. Boxed water? Come on, yeah, guys. Yeah, I get it, I right, get fellas, it. Help me out. Uh, I didn't realize how much of the school milk flavor was actually cardboard and glue. <laughs> because when you give me... A box of water, I can taste the cardboard and glue and go, that was the sweetness in the vitamin D milk. <laughs> like, there's literally a flavor to the cardboard and glue. Yeah, and yeah. I can taste, like, I could blind taste test water right now. And if you gave me the boxed water, I'm like, that's the water and glue water. Well, wouldn't you know yes. that you were drinking out of a box? I mean, I could like, taste Even if you were it. blindfolded, it would still feel like a... Like, you're telling... No, no, it, no I'm saying a, if you poured it into, into a plastic a cup, cup... You don't uh, think the plastic would then dilute the box flavor? No. There's okay. a lot of glue in that water. It's a good... It's a, yeah. it's a hefty box And then flavor. their whole thing is like, we're saving you from plastic, but the thing is they plastic coat it and not with enough plastic coating because I can taste the fucking cardboard. Mm -hmm. It tastes like when you left cardboard in your apartment too long and it got a little bit too wet. And you finally realize you have to throw it out. Why were you eating that cardboard? I never ate the cardboard. I'm saying it's got a scent. Cardboard has a smell. Oh, okay. You've smelt cardboard. You've smelt well cardboard. And that's what fucking boxed water tastes like. All right. So don't pretend like it's better and give me a fucking bottle of water. That's, uh, that's all right. Fair. Let's call it a podcast. I feel like I made my point. All right, uh, cool. all right. Let's get into the news. So I do want to discuss the absolute biggest scandal of this past week. And uh, I was quite upset by this because, you know, Rarely do you get to find the elites red-handed. In this case, mm -hmm. we've got none other than Kid Rock drinking Bud Light. What a fag. Yeah. I'm actually uh, convinced he's sleeping with Dylan Mulvaney now. That's... Uh, <laughs> Are those all Dylan Mulvaney? They're all... Here's the problem. I thought that was Sandra Bullock. <laughs> That's the shame is that she I got, got blindsided. <laughs> That's not bad. Uh, I think it's a sh shame that she got canceled just as she was starting to actually look like a lady. Yeah. <laughs> she was documented. Looks like Jewel with AIDS. <laughs> yes. I think it looks like Allie McBeal's making a comeback. Look, the zebra's trying to disorient you into not seeing its cock. <laughs> um, all right, so back to uh, Kid Rock drinking the Bud Lights. Okay. I had to wean myself off Budweiser, so I'm hoping maybe uh, he just had a bad incident. Well, he was in a luxury box, right, at a sporting event. And that's all they had? Who the fuck knows? Maybe it was the last thing there. Why, why does he have Kid Rock Light at this point? That's yeah, how does he not have that? Yeah. You, like, where's that little midget just carrying beers for you yeah. so you don't get stuck having to drink a Bud Light? Do you think he used a gun to open that Bud Light like Homer Simpson? Oh, that's fine. <laughs> that's funny. If he was shotgunning it because yeah. he shot a hole in it? Yeah. No. That looks like he's sipping it like a fucking faggot. Yeah, like a mo. <laughs> Here's the thing. like, I mean, I've been drinking Budweiser uh -huh. for my whole life, and I'm done with it. Now I'm on to uh, Coors Banquet. That's my new staple. Sure. So I'm all about it. It's got a sweeter flavor. Uh -huh. And every time I look at it, I get to laugh that the guy who made it, its name was Adolf Coors. I like that. But the guy, the guy who made Budweiser's name was Adolf also. 
Adolf Budweiser? It was Adolphus Bush. Oh, really? Yeah. But Adolphus is a different name. I feel like a- it's still Adolf for short. Yeah, but even a- a- even Adolf Hitler scrapped the Adolphus part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, <laughs> even him was like, this name's not, not going to yeah. be great. Um, no, I think we actually. It's the first time the market was a little bit successful in pushing back at a company on the. Uh, Woke bullshit. So I like the Bud Light strike. I like that that's what actually struck a chord. But did it actually, like, the Anheuser-Busch sales call was in mid-July. They had been saying that they were fucked forever. And then, like, the sales actually weren't overall down because they own, like, 40 brands. That's the problem is that, uh, like, Modelo's is actually Anheuser-Busch. Like, yeah. everyone just moved on to other uh, Anheuser brands. But I do think they, they killed off a legacy brand that was the biggest beer in America there's no way that even with the pivot, they've recaptured that. Like, who knows how like much money Yingling's just picked up by not being gay. That's true. Yeah. Support Yingling. That's my message, everybody. Uh, they don't right. sell Yingling out here, do they? Oh, you guys yeah. don't have it yet? It's a Northeast brand. Uh, it's America's her. oldest ale, people. Is it? No, that's Ballantyne. It's, Ameri- it's America's oldest brewery is Yingling. Does that train ever not run, or is this all, like an all-night... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, that's the third time. Yeah. And it gets four honks. I learned that. Four, yeah. All right. Next news story is... Uh, four honks. That's how many times you got to pull on Dylan Mulvaney's cock to pull, <laughs> so it snaps back <laughs> like fucking bl- blinds and turns into a pussy. <laughs> All right. Rich men of, of Richmond artist turns down $8 million from Stun Music execs. Says nothing special about me. And his next song is going to be I'm an Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Take the money, dude. Dude, what the You're fuck? having a viral moment. Like, I like the song. I like what you're doing. Cash out. Yeah, dude, you're a ginger. Nothing else is good as going to happen <laughs> ever. Um, now, I personally, I like the song. Did you guys like the song? Yeah, what what some of my positive takeaways about the song was that one. I mean, I just like the the you know the the narrative about they're trying to control us. They're looking, but I guess the the biggest thing that I liked was that a lot of the socialism or complaints that we hear with government is they're they're not giving us enough free shit. Like that's generally the complaint is how come government's not helping me out? And I felt like the attitude of this song was more, I'm working hard. Why are you stealing from me that my money's not working for me? You know what I mean? I feel like that's usually not like the attitude or energy that we hear from the downtrodden of why is it that I can't work hard and be successful? It's usually more why can't I have this free thing? And so in that way, I thought that there was like an inspiring flavor to it that was very American of I would like to actually work hard and be able to get by off of my own hard work. Hmm. Here's the problem with the song. Yes. Americans, bad at geography. Okay. Oh, so How they... are they going to figure out where Richmond is and then what's north of it? <laughs> they might just think that that was actually a complaint against Mexico. Yeah. They're, just they're like, like yeah. And the people are just sitting at home. They are the fucking people crossing the goddamn border. Fuck <laughs> All right. Uh, so this is getting a little bit uh, creepy. Alex Jones had a video. I didn't even watch it, but he was yelling that he had his inside (laughs) authority scoop that COVID's coming back. But it did correlate with a lot of media that was coming out this week. So this was even from the New York Post, which runs more conservative. Amid summer surge of new COVID variants, should we be wearing masks? 
To mask or not to mask, that is the question facing many doctors, public health officials, and concerned citizens worldwide as cases of COVID-19 once again tick upward. And then you had additional stories, Gateway Pundit, which, you know, you could take it or leave it, but they were Biden regime to reinstate COVID-19 restrictions, beginning with max mandate as COVID cases rise. And then also, this was from uh, NBC News, CDC and WHO monitoring new COVID variant with large number of mutations. Dude, I, it's an election year. They're not putting any restrictions on anything. Like, they're not. Well, unless they need to send everyone back home so they could do a lot of mail-in voting again and get the corpses to vote. That's true. So you're saying Biden's going to vote. <laughs> Biden and uh, everyone else at the graveyard. Yes, yeah, they got to. I mean, that's how they ran cover the last time. And however, they, uh, you know, uh, worked over the election. No, it it seemed like the last time running the whole COVID shenanigans helped them get Donald Trump out of office because it created discontent that people were so uncomfortable that I think that they were more willing to, if things are uncomfortable enough, people will just vote out the current operation. And I think that, in part, COVID helped them go... That's actually typically pretty rare, though, no? Not a lot of one-term presidents. It's usually in a time where it's not like... So, like, yeah, Bush got voted out, right? The first, Bush Sr. got voted out because the country was doing well and he just kind of fudged some tax shit. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like... They don't, like... Like, the fact that Trump got ousted in a time like that just kind of goes to show how, like, much everybody was like, all right, we were willing to put up with you when our fucking money was long. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it was just a kind of like, we were willing to put up with your horse shit because it seemed like you were making us all money. Right. And then now you're not making us all money, so go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? Like, we don't want to deal with your shit anymore. I, I don't know that they back the correct horse, but right. it's like, you know, I don't, I like... This, I, I don't think that they're going to go, and they also, you, you might be correct in the fact that by letting people vote from their fucking house, Americans are intrinsically lazy. I don't want to wait on a line to vote when I can easily go get a sandwich. <laughs> Just in general. Right. So, like, maybe that's the thing, but I don't think it was like. And voting, you only get to do it once. If you're mailing in a ballot, you can do, like, 20 of those. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Yeah, you get, and by I the get way, three catalogs from and, the same company every day. Yeah, you know, like once you get into like the rhythm of something, uh -huh. and it's like you start doing it, like you really dig in. So, like, what's nice about filling out your ballot is that you can also go to an old age home and get like forty people to fill out ballots. You know what I mean? Like, you can just have a ballot day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dedicate one day to just you just get a stamp. <laughs> All right. Do you think that because uh, they're they're ramping up on the talk of the new variant, the this to that? You think any of the COVID nonsense is uh, coming back? Or I can't see. No it. one wants a reboot of that series. I don't think so i'm with you i just feel like everyone f knows that they were duped at this point even if they don't want to admit it and except for the couple people with complete mental illness that want that's a very more. small amount of people there are people who are still just like how are we not still locked right down? the people who yeah, are I wearing masks, but th those are it is rare to see people still wearing masks uh -huh. and it's they're just showcasing their mental illness so i'm yeah. sure that those people would love to go retreat back to their homes sure but I think that everyone else is done with it. Do you guys agree with me? I just feel like there's no way they're going to be able to sell a COVID no. story yeah. again. Yeah. I mean, they could sell me on like we messed up letting uh, gay people give blood again, and now there's so much AIDS, everyone needs to go home. Like, I would believe... Why would you go home? Because, I yeah, I guess you'd be with the AIDS. So yeah, yeah. AIDS confuses me. All right. <laughs> Biden quietly sells off border wall parts to thwart GOP push to use them. So who the fuck? 
Just watch Border <laughs> Wall parts. Like sections of Border Wall? Yeah, it's perfectly good. We're st- playing handball on them? <laughs> what is happening? It's a perfectly good steal if you can get it on Penny yeah, for the dollars. I guess. So first, was just building highlight courts in the country? First, they were uh, spending $2 billion in storage fees, right? And then uh, now, apparently... They're selling them for pennies on the dollar. Well, hold on, wait. I'm fine with that if they're yeah. no longer paying storage fees for border wall parts that they had no intention of using. Well, someone was milking that storage cost. That's yeah, a good. Yeah, that's yeah. a good. Yeah, yeah. Talk about a good grift. <sighs> oh, how are you rich? I'm storing the border wall yeah. parts for the wall that they'll never build. Can you imagine housing wall parts way, with can, walls? Yeah. Like, think about that. That's your job. No, I, like, I built walls yeah. around this wall and I'm a billionaire. I love, they're like, so what do you charge a month for uh, keeping the walls safe? Like, safe. We're not even keeping the wall at the border. Like, you yeah. think they care about the border wall yeah. that they didn't put up at the border? We got this border wall. We've stored it in Montana. <laughs> they're like, well, what makes it safe over there? There's no Mexicans. Yeah, there's no Mexicans. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if Mexicans... Yeah, not a single Mexican has crossed this border wall. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great, like, the way, like, you turn on a light and you get flies in it, if wherever they put the border wall, you just get Mexicans crossing it? <laughs> it's like... It they're, just, they're just training on it? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like the way they have an obstacle course, the uh, <laughs> the border wall is actually so not secure. You had the cartel yeah, was yeah, renting yeah. the facility so that they could so practice they crossing the border yeah. wall. <laughs> I'm You're sorry. Just jumping over it like <laughs> yeah, hurdles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like the way black girls are really good with like the skipping double rope. Dodge, yeah. yeah, double touch. Yeah. <laughs> the Mexicans are just practicing climbing birds. Or imagine if they the Mexicans were actually the ones buying all the border wall pieces for penny on the dollars, and they actually built the obstacle course in Mexico so everyone could so, practice getting yeah, over it. Yeah, just getting really good at it. Yeah. Wow. I'm sorry that I thought that that was so much funnier than you guys did, but. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Uh, all right. Next news story is the DOG is, DOJ is seeking 33 years for leaders of the Proud Boys. And this is from the Wall Street Journal. And now that's I wanna... that Cuban guy, right? Oh, cool. I'm still... I... What was that? Well, he spent too much time in a tanner, my friend. No, that's a, that's a black guy. Who? The guy who was the head. He was like a shredded black guy who I still think is definitely a fed. Dante? I mean, that's a black name if I ever heard yeah. one. <laughs> All right, so this was from the Wall Street Journal. Prosecutors invoked a rarely used terrorism enhancement to justify their lengthy sentence recommendations. The enhancements can apply to felonies calculated to influence or affect the conduct of government by intimidation or coercion to... By the way, usually... Well, that I, is the government definition of terrorism, right? But the Proud Boys didn't do any of that. Well, no. They were just mad gay. (laughs) I think the problem with that definition, just to reread it, and it's a little difficult for me at this angle, but calculated to influence or affect the conduct of government by intimidation or coercion to retaliate against government conduct. Mm -hmm. You could define every podcast I do as that. If you look at that, I mean, if that's the definition, is that intimidating government this was the to retaliate of... against government conduct. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. So you... anytime, just let me finish my okay. point. Anytime right. government conduct uh-huh. is bad, such uh-huh. as a COVID policy, sure. and I try and speak out about it, 
to educate people to the coercion of government. Okay. That could be viewed as intimidating government. Okay. So literally anytime you're criticizing the government by this definition, you're engaging in terrorist behavior. So you're saying that one minute ago when you said that Mexicans are buying the border wall yes. to train themselves to be better Mexicans. Yes. That was terrorism. Probably, according to this definition. Mm-hmm. No, because I wasn't quite criticizing the government, but if anytime you criticize the government, if I criticize their government policy for COVID... So it's like Al Queso. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if that's the way you framed it in your head. If that's the way that it helps you make sense with the concept... No, I think it's important, because it's something I point out, that if like the powers that be had their way, people like me would be in jail. And I think it's like important to know, oh, thank you, I appreciate that. No, the point is how authoritarian they would like to be. And it's laws like this on the books that allows them to have very loose terms to apply to things like, the crime that you commit is the well, crime yeah, that you commit. Yeah, this is probably from the Patriot Act, right? Like this I would assume probably, so. This wording and this was is definitely things, like that. Yeah, and these were things that shit. we would use before yeah. on, you know, Browns from Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, okay. But <laughs> you turn it around from whites in, uh, where? what state are we in again? South of Richmond. South of Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I had a couple more stories that I wanted to highlight. This was Maui fires and the electric grid. So a lot of times I find uh, with everything that we discuss, we almost get uh, like too heady and thinky about it. And it's just the failures of socialism. And if you could just educate people to the failures of socialism, like everything boils down to that. Like all the COVID policy just boils down to centralized government thought that they could do centralized health planning and it didn't work. It's like almost all of the errors that we see from government is that they're just putting too much faith in centralized authority. And so in this case, I just thought that this one was, I, I mean, it's not funny that, you know, I, I mean, also, I don't know that this is factually accurate for Maui because I would like to believe that Oprah's burning people's houses to steal their real estate. I'm just... Dude, I mean, yeah. you know what was super funny when people were criticizing, like, Oprah for owning 2,000? Like, why would anybody need 2,000 acres of land? I was like, I don't know, did you want poor people to live on these on-fire <laughs> land, you right. assholes? There you go. <laughs> You're the bad person. Thank right. God Oprah has keeping this land from poor people. I like that Oprah hit such a level of Hollywood fame and power. She was actually able to buy the Jewish space lasers <laughs> to light yeah, Maui yeah, yeah. on fire. To be fair, like... she bought it to wax her own mustache, but it did not work out that way. <laughs> and then she got pissed and set yeah, Maui yeah. on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So that's one theory, is that the Jewish space lasers uh, directed by Oprah... <laughs> Decided to burn Maui to the yeah, ground. she's from the Lost Tribe of Israel. I yes. I, she got her start, a lot of people don't realize this, before she had the talk show, she was standing on crates in Washington Square Park yelling at people walking by. I could see that yeah, as her yeah, origin In a velvet story. robe, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now she is buying up the land maybe to just enjoy for herself or maybe to start 15-minute prison cities. Sure. All right, that's one theory. The other theory is that the electrical companies, instead of uh, fixing their energy grids, keep building windmills and green energy, yeah. and the other shit is decrepit and catches on fire. Yeah. That's... So if you remember in California, that's what happened a couple years ago where they were screaming about fucking global warming or whatever other shit, but it was just that there's one company that has a government monopoly contract, yeah. and they had some firebox out in the woods that caught on fire, and start a forest fire. So here, I'm going to read this one paragraph so that it doesn't just sound like I'm pulling lunacy out of my ass. 
what both utilities have in common is that they prioritize growing renewable power to meet government mandates over hardening their systems and reducing fire risks. In 2015, Hawaii lawmakers required that 100% of the state's electricity come from renewable sources by 2045. California and some other states followed, followed with similar mandates. Hawaii's mandates was an especially tall order since only about 20% of its power in 2015 came from renewables. The island lacks large amounts of empty land to build solar and wind. They also lack natural gas power that can ramp up quickly to back them up. Most of Hawaii's power was derived from oil and coal. So what you're saying is essentially uh, Hawaii or any of these places, the government is telling them you have to build this. The yes. companies only have this much money. Yes. So they're not fixing existing infrastructure. They're yes. building this other thing. Yeah. And the existing infrastructure is causing fires. Yes. Okay, that makes perfect sense. And... It's just socialism where someone goes, hey, windmills seem like a good idea, and that's not the market solution for energy. Mm-hmm. But someone in centralized government can't forecast for everything that's going to happen in the market. Mm-hmm. And since they're not the market and they don't have to actually compete to create value, they just go, windmills are a good idea. Mm-hmm. And so when you decide that windmills, which are unreliable, you're going to invest your inf- energy infrastructure in that instead of upkeeping the actual energy infrastructure that you need to provide electricity – these are the natural consequences. You see, it's just fucking socialism. Like, it just boils down to centralized planning and authority does not work over the free market. It can't. And everything just overthinks it. And, like, I, I don't know. I just feel like the media doesn't do a good enough job of highlighting the stories of just, hey, this is the failures of socialism. Well, they can't. You mean the media is very invested in selling people socialism. Because right. a, a populist that just wants to get fat for free will consume nothing but media. Right, and is complacent. Yeah. All right, let's uh, do two more stories. Trump plans to skip debate, considers Carlson interview. And so this was very Trumpian, but he basically just said, as everyone is aware, my poll numbers over uh, a wonderful field of Republican candidates are extraordinary. Mm-hmm. He posted on Trump Social on Tuesday. People know my record. Okay, you just called it Trump Social because no <laughs> one else is on it. Oh. It's just him talking to himself. <laughs> oh, it's, by the way, that says truth social. Good point. <laughs> On Thursday, people know my record, one of the best ever, so why would I debate? He is – He look, I actually – here's the thing. I think he should say that he'll only debate whoever wins the other debate. He should be the final boss. Oh, he, okay. He is Bowser, right? He goes, like, you guys like, go duke it out first, yeah. and then I'll debate you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think – not debating, though, can be a losing strategy because uh, people will tune in for a debate. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not there and someone else is exceptionally good, you're actually showcasing the fact that there is someone else who could be good at, like... or like. But I think less people, less people tune into the debate if the names aren't there. Right. You know what I mean? But there's some... If Fox News does a Republican primary debate, mm-hmm. there's some core group that will watch that. Sure. And let's just say Vivek wipes the floor with these other people. That, that would seems likely. That would capture some news. Okay. And then you, you don't think Chris Christie has a chance? <laughs> I think he'll roll at them like a boulder in fucking <laughs> Temple of Doom. And just f- That's true. Right. Um, the problem is like when it comes to What a to sad the- bastard that fat fuck is, huh? <laughs> Chris Christie? Fucking whole country's obese. He couldn't win New Jersey. <laughs> the fuck? I think, you know what it was? I think, remember when he threw out that first pitch 
and he looked like Mr. Met at his own head. <laughs> I think that's what cost him the primary yeah. last time. Well, if there's a guy that does not look good in baseball pants, it's him. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. yeah. Or any pants. Yeah. He but really me, should be a moo-moo guy. Let me say, if I could design a pillow, uh-huh. it would be his that's grundle your pillow, area. That's my pillow? Yeah, it's no, just, like... It's his gooch? Yeah, it's that <laughs> above the crotch What's area. What's that called? A fupa? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Christie's fupa. <laughs> <laughs> could crush the my pillow any day. <laughs> if Chris Christie was getting out there and goes, my wife goes to sleep on my fupa every night, and I realize that this is the softest pillow known to mankind. <laughs> he could partner with Newsmax and just take over. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, I think I had uh, one more news story that I wanted to highlight, so... Uh, let me let me read this and then I'll give you guys my take. And I think I have to shift angles to actually uh, be able to see this. And I also knocked over my beer. That's all right. Uh, that's all right. We got plenty of Bud Lights in the house. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, Trump voting record by moving the trial to federal court. The Fulton County, County. <laughs> the Fulton County jury pool largely draws from heavily Democratic city of Atlanta, while the federal jury pool would likely draw from ten uh, counties that make up the Metro Atlanta area. With Trump needing only one sympathetic holdout on the jury to secure a mistrial, incremental differences could matter. Federal law uh, enforcement officials can ask to have state proceedings removed, and then I can't. I, it's, it's the light. I swear to God, I'm not illiterate, but the the way the light's glaring. All right, so here's the point I want to make. So they're they're looking at trying to shift the trial out of a very democratic area because if it's even in a slightly more conservative area, there might be one Trump supporter. Doesn't that just showcase like how rotten of a system it is that we're trying to? F- that they're trying to put it in an area where they can get 12 Democrats. And like, if it was just a slightly more representative area, then the, the trial, like that's why you should leave it to the general election and not 12 individuals. I don't even know how many individuals are on the jury. 12, 12. Is that, that was the right number. Yes. Yeah. But that, that to me is the corruption of the whole thing where you're playing a game that you're trying to prosecute him in an area that's mostly democratic, mm-hmm. but if you just shifted the area a little bit, then they would lose the trial, and then th- th- that's like a, it kind of shows that it's like a toothless indictment. Which I mean, like, yes. look, even like fucking the Clinton's old lawyer Dershowitz came out and was like, "This is the stupidest thing. This is the stupidest trial." Right. Like he came out and was just like, he has a book about how all these indictments are bullshit. Right. But the one that he, this one in particular, the Georgia one, he literally said. When I was looking for votes for Gore in Florida, I said the sentence, find me X votes. Right. Like, it's like, it's not an uncommon sentence to say in campaigning. And the fact that it's just like being presented as this thing that people don't say is fucking ludicrous and like fraudulent and like kind of like, it's, it's again the thing where like Trump kind of broke the veneer. Right. Where it's like, we all kind of knew that was real. But then once you were presented with the fact, once you were presented with Donald Trump saying it was, like, being, like, I mean, whatever. He's a fucking buffoon. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like, once it's him doing it, now it's like society's falling apart. It's like, no, society was always fucked. It's like, it's the same fucking thing. You know what I mean? Like, he's just, like, a non he's, like, very overtly a nonsense person as opposed to all these people who pretend they're not nonsense people but then go fuck kids on an island. You know what I mean? (laughs) 
Um, wait. <laughs> so uh, you understand what? No, but you understand but that's what I'm why. It's like I think a lot of people like right. all these things when people like are like. I think the general public, the reason why Trump broke so many people's fucking brains is because they knew all this was going on. Right. But they got to turn a blind eye to it because these people were pretending it wasn't going on. They were right. like, society, it works. And then Trump right. was like, society doesn't work, assholes. I'm just doing all this stuff. Right. And then, like, this was a big one where it was like, everybody kind of forgot about that fucking election with Florida, the hanging chads and all that bullshit. Right. Where society, like, it was like, we've been like, Everybody's been accusing people of stealing elections forever, but there was this weird veneer of, like, you then eventually go, I guess you won because you cheated the best. Right. But they were both cheating. So it's like Trump was just like, nah, I'm the best. I'm so good at this. And now it's, like, broken. But it's like he's using the same language. It, it is, like, a very fucking strange thing. Like I, it, I think... I think that this strategy is actually going to work well for the Democrats, and it's cheating, uh, which they do very well. But I do think that there's a chance that he's going to be bogged down in four court cases and have mandatory days that he has to be in court, and so he's not really going to be able to campaign. No, but I don't even think that's what it is. I think yeah. they're just rem- – so the reason why Trump actually, I th- in my opinion, I think he lost in the last election wasn't really that anybody liked Joe Biden or whatever. It's that even people – there were so many people they that – They wanted to return to what they saw as normalcy. It's not even – it's like – even guys I knew who were like hardened Trump supporters who didn't vote for him in the second election right. were just like, I was so sick of hearing about it. Right. And it's just like, they're just reminding everybody that, like, oh, we're going to go right back to you only having to talk about this. We're not going to talk about the fact that fucking food is more expensive anymore. We're going to talk about Donald Trump's tweets again for four fucking years if you right. vote for this guy. That's what they're doing. It's not about like oh, it's not about people, these charges. It's not right, about no, no, him no. like not being able to I campaign. I think part of what people hated about Donald Trump was actually the media temper tantrum of Donald yes, Trump. Exactly. And so they're already going back to that to going, Do you guys really want to deal with the crying kid for the next four years? Exactly. Uh, Which and, lost yeah. him a lot of support. No, no, I get what you're saying. All right. Uh, that is all the news topics that I wanted to highlight for this week. I am. Uh, we can call an episode on game to take three questions, and then I want to go drink. So if anyone wanted to throw some questions out, I'm willing to take three. Or we can go drink. I like going to drink. All right. You're missing a golden opportunity here. Yes. Why are you calling this Kushner Avenueship gerrymandering? Gerrymandering instead of gerrymandering. Uh, gerrymandering. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, man, that's not a bad one. I like it. We'll, we'll workshop it. All right. All Anyone right. else got jokes for me? <laughs> I'll take... Go for it. How many billions of dollars would it take to win the whole Oh, I, I don't think that's... I don't think anyone's winning that war. I think it's uh, how long is it going to go until we decide we don't like Ukrainians just dying and actually want to sit down at a table with uh, Putin and call it a quits. And RFK Jr. seems to be the only one that would say that. I mean, this Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I'm not, I don't. I I think that the Ukrainian war is uh, and talking out against the war machine is obviously a giant issue. I think the other things that are really on the table that uh, should be important to all of us is uh, obviously uh, pushing against this fucking green energy revolution bullshit, which ties in with uh, you know 
tracking your personal carbon emissions and tracks in with like a, a you know possible like a essentially back digital currency like those are like the, the the you like i would say ukraine war and the war machine are giant fucking problems and something that we need people to speak out against I mentioned Oliver Anthony. That's the that's the ginger from the country song. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I just, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that. Right. I didn't say he was dumb. For it sounds accusatory, buddy. <laughs> oh, there you go. All right. Anyone else that doesn't want to fight me? <laughs> I wouldn't have a job, so <laughs> my my whole thing is going. Hey, we got to pay attention to this. <laughs> no, I. Uh, it's one of my gripes with uh, the way the world changed when Donald Trump came into office. Was uh, I feel like there were a lot of news stories about general corruption, and sometimes it was like local corruption. Sometimes it was like battles with the EPA, and then a lot of it shifted to media just yelling nonsense about Donald Trump and then me yelling, hey, that's bullshit. But that still puts me in the land of bullshit because I'm just reacting to their bullshit to go, this is bullshit. But like, you understand, like that's still in the world of bullshit. So yes, you were right. If somehow we could just graduate and skirt all this and go, hey, there's more important things or here are tangible things that we can improve or here are other issues, issues that we can be concerned about. So I agree with you, and that speaks to what I was just talking about, where it's like, it's not so much, and this is like the sucker of the Donald Trump game, where he tries to go, they're trying, by getting me, they're getting you. No, you're a fucking weird billionaire rich asshole. You don't affect my life. What's important to me, it's just having a level of freedom that I don't actually think that they're going to start tracking my carbon emissions and not allowing me to have things that I had my entire life to have to live a more poor lifestyle and not allow for technological development. You know what I mean? So like that to me are like the bigger things that we need to educate people on is like, here's what not having freedom looks like. It looks like you having a phone where you have to track the meat that you ate today. And someone goes, you're over your allotment. You're over your energy allotment. Oh, your grandmother's too cold and doesn't have heat. Well, you're going to have to go talk to that. Oh, it's like the DMV and you can't talk to that department. Oh, you couldn't get a hold of them until three weeks after your grandma was dead. Well, we all have to make our, that's the world that we're fucking talking about. And so that, what that to me is, yes, there's bigger and more important issues than like the small takes of whether or not Donald Trump's going to jail. And so, yes, we have to educate people on like government or just to simplify it, what I was talking about before, socialism doesn't, just doesn't work. It results in your island being on fire because some asshole decided a windmill was a better electricity source. And so you pumped uh, energy into the fucking windmill while uh, you had electrocuting wires just, just fucking splashing up into the air. And someone's like, should we fix this? No, we got our orders that we're supposed to build the windmill instead. Yeah. Yes. Yes. What we should be doing is trying to educate people as much as possible to, uh, this is what socialized government looks like, and here are the costs of it. Well, just understanding, let's try and strip as much power, like it doesn't matter if it's Trump or Biden, we need to figure out how these people just have less authority and power, because we need to move away from centralized government as much as possible.